20 years of loyalty and tireless effort. It's hard to imagine Green Manners without you, Dr. Murchison. This institution could never have a finer chief of staff. Thank you, Constance. But the old must make way for the new. When are you leaving? In a few weeks. Oh, here we are. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, how do you do? Dr. Edwards, may I present Dr. Constance Peterson? How do you do? Would you be seated? Thank you, Doctor. I've heard a great deal about you, Dr. Peterson. And naturally, I have about you. You're younger than I thought you would be. <laughs> My age hasn't caught up with me yet. I gather it won't. I've read your labyrinth of the guilt complex. It's an excellent work. I'm very grateful. Dr. Mitchison has been kind enough to show me over the grounds. Green Manors is a remarkable institution. Must be quite beautiful in the summer. Yes, it offers various open-air diversions for our patients. Did Dr. Murchison show you the elm grove? Oh, yes. That's where we hope to have our new swimming pool. That is, with your permission. Well, you have it. I'm a great believer in swimming pools. Splendid. There's a perfect spot for it, among the elms. Uh, not an oblong pool, but an irregular one. Uh, something like this. Look, I'll draw the outline with my fork. Stop it. What? I'm afraid I don't understand. Now, don't ever do that again. Well, all I did was draw these lines. Waiter, waiter, get, get this tablecloth off immediately and replace it with another right now. I'm sorry if I'd done anything. Uh, hurry, hurry, waiter. Oh, yes, sir. If I'd known that. Uh, well, forgive me. It's all right. Reminds me of my professor in psychiatry, Dr. Brulov. He could never stand a sauce bottle on the table or even a salt shaker. Odd, this thing called human behavior. <laughs> Dr. Edwards, you sent me a note to come to your office immediately. Oh, yes, yes, I've been listening to Mr. Garms, and I thought you might help out. He's your patient. But Mr. Garms shouldn't have disturbed you. It's all right. I'm very interested in his case. Yes, I knew you would be. He fits perfectly into your chapters on the guilt complex. But I have no guilt complex. I know what I know. I killed my father no, and... No, no. you didn't kill your father. It's a misconception that has taken hold of you. Oh, I'm sorry, doctor. You were talking to him. No, 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 no. Go on, Mr. Garms, people often feel guilty over something that they never did. It usually goes back to their childhood. And then they grow up with a guilt complex over a sin that was only a child's bad dream. What I'm thinking isn't true, then? No. And in the course of analyzing yourself, you will see that. Good day, Doctor. Right. I think we'd better put him under drugs for a few days. He looks agitated. His conviction is curious. But you've encountered such cases very often, Dr. Edwards. You describe them perfectly in your book. Yes. Yes, so I did. <laughs> Would you mind doing me a favor? Not at all, Doctor. I have a headache. I'd like to take the afternoon off with you. Oh, but oh, I have Please, some... please. I, I need a little fresh air, and you look as though it might do you a little bit of good. Come on. Let's go. We'll look at some sane trees, normal grass, and clouds without complexes. I 
I think the greatest harm done the human race has been done by the poets. Well, poets are dull boys, most of them, but not, not especially fiendish. They keep filling people's heads with delusions about love, oh. writing about it as if it were a symphony orchestra or a flight of angels. Which it isn't. Hmm? One duck, duck under his fence. Oh, well, of course it isn't. People fall in love, as they put it, because they respond to certain hair coloring or vocal tones or mannerisms that remind them of their parents. Sometimes no reason at all. Oh, but that's not the point. The point is that people read about love as one thing, and they experience it as another. They expect kisses to be like lyrical poems and embraces to be like Shakespearean dramas. When they find out differently, then they get sick and have to be analyzed. Hmm? Yes, very often. Professor... You are suffering from Mogo on the go-go. I beg your pardon. Now, don't mind me. I only say that to my best friends. Well, thank you, sir. You know, let's sit down here. This seems to be the most likely spot to relax. And you'd have a picnic here before. Yes, I've picnicked here. Alone. Well, that doesn't sound like very much fun. I haven't gone in for fun, as you call it. Hmm. Look at those mountains. Just look at them. Did you ever see anything so beautiful? Oh, it's perfect. Perfect. Consuls? Oh. Oh, it's you, Dr. Murchison. Thanks for giving my patient, Mr. Garms, a sedative this afternoon. I'm very sorry that I wasn't there. Nonsense. Just so long as you and Dr. Edwards had a good time. I see Dr. Edwards is a night owl, too. There's a light shining from under his door. Good night. Good night, Doctor. Yes? I saw your light, Dr. Edwards, and I... I... Oh, come in, come in. I didn't realize it was quite so late. What I was going to say was that I, I was going to read your new book. I'd like to discuss it with you. I never have discussed an author's work with him before. Of course, at school, we had several literary professors, but then that was quite different. I sound rather nervous, don't I? No, no, not at all. I thought I wanted to discuss your book with you. I'm amazed at the subterfuge. I don't want to discuss it at all. I understand. Quite remarkable to discover that one isn't what one thought one was. I mean, I've always been entirely aware of what was in my mind. And you're not now? Well, this is quite ridiculous. It was stupid of me to come in here like a distracted child. You're very lovely. Well, please don't talk that way. You'll think I came in to hear that. <laughs> I know why you came in. Why? Because something has happened to us. But it doesn't happen like that in one day. It happens in a moment sometimes. I felt it this afternoon. It was like, like lightning striking. It strikes rarely. I don't understand how it happened. <clears throat> oh, my God. Darling, what is it? Why are you staring at me like that? It's, it's not you. It's, it's something about your robe. My robe, I don't understand. Oh, forgive me. Something struck me. I've been having a rather bad time with my nerves lately. Your robe, I... I, I, I mean the dark lines. Oh, but you're no, ill. No, I'll be all right. Oh, 
Tallow? Yes, Dr. Edwards. Yes. What? Where is he? I'll be there right away. Mr. Garms has run amok. He tried to murder a nurse and then cut his own throat. He's in surgery. Pulse 140. How is he? How is he? His pulse is going down, Dr. Edwards. Step aside, Dr. Murchison. What's that? Why are the lights out in the corridor? What do you mean? It's dark. That's why Mr. Garms did it, because the lights are out. And put them on. And the doors unlock them. You can't keep people in cells. Uh, Edward, Get away from me, you fools babbling about guilt complexes. What do you know about them? He did it. He told me. He killed his father. Now put on the lights quick. It's dark. Dark. Go. Yes. Curious, Constance. Didn't look like a hot case. No. A shock of some sort. Probably brought on by. Oh, by one dick. you to try Anison for the relief of pain due to a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, we're not asking you to try a new or unproved method, for there are many people listening in now who have been introduced to Anison tablets by their own dentist or physician. You who have received Anison this way know the effective, incredibly fast relief these tablets bring. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is...